Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, a show created for women who want to elevate their health, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Tori Nishino, corporate girl turned full-time online health and lifestyle entrepreneur. Join me every week for a high vibe conversation that will inspire you to live your best, healthiest, and most high vibe life. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, my beautiful freaking people. Hello. Wow. This is like a soft relaunch of the High Vibe podcast. Hi to all of the old friends that have been listening to this podcast for a while now. And welcome if this is your first episode. Hi, I'm Tori. I feel like a newbie on the mic again. I haven't had recorded a podcast episode in a very, very long time. And this is going to be unedited. So bear with me. I want to just really, really share with you a few things that have been going on in my life, like give you huge life updates. Like in 2021, my life has shifted completely all for the better, all in ways that I never could have imagined. And for so many of those reasons, I had to let some things go and take a break. And one of them was this podcast. Sadly, I just did not have the bandwidth, the energy, the voice. I was losing my voice every single week, you guys. I lose my voice so easily and I was losing it every single week. So even recording a podcast just was not even feasible for me at this time. But I am so excited for the things that I have planned and coming up for all the things that I want to do on this podcast for all the guests that I want to have. So stay tuned for that. And if you're new here, there's lots of episodes for you to go listen to. You can literally just scroll down right here and check them out. But if you're an old subscriber, I am so sorry for my absence, but I am back. I am back and I'm so happy to be back and I'm so proud to be back. And thank you for waiting and for being here still. So a couple of things that I want to talk about is if you follow me on Instagram, I was very active on there this year, but you may or may not know if you follow me, that I was on America's Got Talent with my team, Shufflution, this year. And that was one of the biggest reasons why I had to step back from the podcast because I was leaving that team and it took a lot of time and a lot of work and a lot of effort. And I'm going to talk about my whole experience here. But also, I pivoted. I shifted careers. <laughs> so that's something that's completely new, um, especially because my last episode that I talked about, I was talking about online coaching and my career with online coaching. And now I do not do online coaching anymore. So I want to talk about why I quit coaching. That's another life update. And what's next for me and my future and 2021 and beyond with this new Tory. So I guess we'll start with AGT. My experience with AGT, I can't go into too many details about what it was like being behind the scenes in television, although it was a great experience, but I'll just talk about briefly kind of my whole experience with it because it it was an amazing experience, more so with my team with Shufflution. So what happened was back in December, I got reached out to by a talent scout from America's Got Talent, and I thought it was a fake email. I literally showed it to my boyfriend. I was like, is this fake? <laughs> And I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but if someone from America's got talent, hears this and tells me I will take this episode down. But I don't think that talking and saying that I got reshot by a talent scout is, you know, breaking any contracts. So I got reached out by a talent scout and they asked me to 
send in a video to audition to bring shuffling to America's Got Talent. Obviously, I was gung-ho for it. And that is basically how Shuffolution got formed. Shuffolution was formed because of America's Got Talent. Like that was our goal, was just to go on and compete and bring shuffling on the biggest stage in the world. And so that was really our mission, our motto right from the get-go. We made three different audition videos. So we had to send in three different audition videos before it got shown to the executive producers and we were able to go audition in front of the judges. So we had to make sure that our routine looked good and go audition in front of the judges. And that was something that we practiced all the way from January. We started in January and the team that is now Shufflution, we've had some members added and other members dropped. And really the biggest reasons why members did not stick on the team was commitment issues. Like it's a lot, like we were practicing so many hours every single day and it got to the point where some people just didn't want to make that commitment or it was too much for them to handle and they couldn't make the commitment so I know some people are asking like why aren't people on the team anymore it really just came down to commitment like it took a lot to be able to be on this team a lot of sacrifices and some people either weren't willing to make those commitments and all we asked was that everyone showed up equally and the same you know and some people either weren't willing to make those commitments or just show were shown through their actions that they couldn't do it and they couldn't handle it and so that's why there's been some shifts in the team but without like going into too much detail that was pretty much the main reason because it was grueling and there was a lot to it and obviously I made a lot of sacrifices like I gave up this podcast because of of that and I just didn't have the bandwidth so I gave up a lot of areas in my life for this and it was an amazing experience and I handpicked everyone on the team. So everyone on the team was handpicked. And obviously the skill is amazing. Like everyone on the team, their skill level is incredible, but more important was the energy. That was one of the most important things thinking about when bringing people onto the team, because, you know, you want to love who you work with, right? You're with them every single day all the time. And so I've never spent so much time with anyone in my entire life, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I'm an introvert and I don't usually like love people, tons of people, but these, these people in Shufflution truly became my family. We laughed together. We cried together. We got deep. We made jokes. Like we, we did all of the things, you know, we worked hard. We hustled and grind and all of those things like we sacrificed we our bodies were constantly feeling like they were broken in pain like it was a lot and so the shufflution has now become my family and so we auditioned it went really really well and then we just recently wrapped up on the show because we went on the quarterfinals competed in the live shows and we did not make it past the quarterfinal rounds which we were disappointed you know we wanted to go further we wanted to really really show more of our own creativity that was something that we didn't have full control of was our own creativity um to you know to a certain extent and we really wanted to showcase shuffling in, in so many different ways that we didn't get to because we didn't make it to the next round. But I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, you know, and and while we didn't make it to the next round and it was just like shocking to be so in it and then so not in it, you know, it was like very black and white. It was like 
we were practicing every single day, seven to eight hours a day. And then all of a sudden the next day there's nothing, you know? So it was a shock of a change, but I truly believe that everything happens for a reason because leading up to that competition, I developed a stress fracture in my foot and I started or not started, I kept on shuffling on it until it got to the point where it, it got really, really bad. My foot was really, really swollen and I could barely walk. Like, I mean, I, I could not walk on it without pain. And I, that happened on Friday and our performance was on Tuesday. And so I didn't dance. Actually, this happened on Saturday. And our performance on Tuesday. So I didn't dance the rest of Saturday. I didn't dance Sunday, Monday. My first day back shuffling was Tuesday when we performed on stage. And so I felt a lot better after staying off of it, but we did a dress rehearsal. And then when I went to do the performance, it definitely felt throbbing. Like I wanted to walk off that stage halfway through the performance, all I could think about was the pain in my foot. And I actually made a post about this because it was something that I realized like your mind is so powerful. And because my mind kept on focusing on this tiny, tiny little stress fracture in my foot, it was like all I could think about. And it really consumed its power over me. Luckily, I was able to pull through. I was able to find some inner strength that I did not know I had, but it was very, very difficult and very, very challenging. And that was a life lesson that I was reminded of that what you focus on expands. And one of the things that I kept on focusing on was the pain in my foot. And it just made the quality of my life so much worse. And I'm not saying to ignore pain, but what I am saying is sometimes we tend to focus on the pain so much that we suffer unnecessarily and a great tony robbins quote is pain is inevitable suffering is optional and that always stuck with me and that was something that i was reminded of so i am not shuffling anymore for a who knows how long the doctor just said until it stops hurting is when you know that it's healed so he said just you need to stay off of it you need to wear a boot, a medical boot to help with the pressure. And you just need to stay off of it. So that's what I'm doing as much as possible and adjusting when need be. And I'm finding other forms of movement. So I have not shuffled since our performance, which is crazy. This is the longest break of shuffling I've ever done in my entire life, not my entire life, since I started shuffling, which is crazy to think about because this year was also the year that I shuffled the most, like the most amount of shuffling, I guess. I mean, I just hit my two mark, two year mark back in July. So I haven't been shuffling for too long, but 2021 was crazy for me when it came to shuffling. It was insane. And the level up shows. So I'm curious to see what happens when I come back shuffling. I feel like I'm going to be a little bit rusty, but it's okay. It's all good. So with AGT, I mean, that was our experience in a nutshell. We went through a lot. We sacrificed a lot. We had to move team members from Northern California to Southern California. People quit their jobs. People cut back on hours. People stopped working. Like a lot of us stopped bringing in the normal income, like the normal flow of income that we're used to bringing in because we're spending so much time practicing and rehearsing. And that was something that we weren't very like transparent about on our Instagram pages and on our social media was 
how much we really cut back the things that bring in our income because we were rehearsing so much for America's Got Talent. So thank you all that donated to that GoFundMe. It helped us so much pay for our studios. It helped move our team members down from NorCal to Southern California. It helped, helped some people pay their rent because they were rehearsing eight hours a day, seven days a week. And some people literally couldn't pay rent because they weren't doing their normal work anymore you know so all of you that donated to that gofundme thank you so much like it literally helped our team so much get by in these last nine months it was so difficult so i appreciate you and i thank you and i want you to know that that support meant so much and helping us pursue this but it's not the end of Shufflution. Shufflution definitely has plans ahead. I think we're all taking a breather and we're all taking a break, but we're all going to be meeting up weekly, practicing, creating content, brainstorming business ideas going forward. So this is not the end of Shufflution. And I'm super, super grateful for AGT because if it wasn't for America's Got Talent, there would be no Shufflution, literally. Shufflution would not exist if it wasn't for America's Got Talent. So I'm so freaking grateful for that. And this whole experience, it taught me so much about leadership and organization and communication and being able to communicate in a way also that's um, transparent, but not aggressive. You know, that's one of the things, things would get fired up when we're in conversations, when we're correcting each other, when we're in the heat of the moment. And so really learning all of that and unlearning all of these bad habits that we've picked up and developed over the years, like working with a team is just so special and there, there's nothing like it. If you haven't worked in a, in a team with people that you love going after a big goal, like hopefully you do at some point in your near future or lifetime because it really is just such a crazy experience especially when you're all going after like the same goal together you know it's just special that energy that drives the group and drives the team it's so special so that's our experience with AGT that was pretty much what I've been doing and dedicating most of my life and my time to in 2021 but I also want to talk about why I quit coaching because I know I talked about it so much. It was such a big part of my life. It was what made me be able to leave my corporate job. It was what actually gave me the courage to even start sharing my journey on social media, posting, doing videos. All of those things was because of coaching. So I truly believe that I wouldn't be the shuffler and content creator and influencer that I am today if it wasn't for online coaching and my whole experience with that. So I'm forever grateful. And I believe it was the path that I needed to take to get to where I am now. And it just ended up not being the end goal. But what happened and what really caused this pivot for me to shift was I realized the more I thought about it, the more I just started to wake up and not feel happy. Like I wasn't excited doing it anymore. And I couldn't explain it because it was something that used to bring me so much joy. I used to have so much fulfillment doing what I did, helping clients, mentoring other people with their business. Like it was something that brought me so much joy. And after a while, I just realized I was having so much more fun and so much more joy creating shuffle content and creating social media posts and connecting with my community on social media and sharing brands that I loved. And I didn't have any money coming in from that. You know, I had maybe one tiny brand deal like here and there that was just a couple hundred dollars, like nothing worth 
quitting your job or leaving your career, making a pivot, you know, and, or I'd get like a free outfit, you know, which a free outfit does not pay your bills. So I just realized that my joy and what was bringing me joy was changing. And one of the lessons that I learned through my looking at my astrology chart and my human design reading that I got was that my biggest life lesson and my biggest thing that I need to learn in this lifetime is to follow my joy, even if it doesn't make sense and follow the thing that brings me joy and brings me happiness. Even if there's no light at the end of the tunnel that is visible, you know, like even if I can't see the, what the puzzle piece is going to look like, what the whole masterpiece is going to look like to trust that if I follow my joy and I follow that fun and that passion and the thing that brings me happiness, that things will work out. And that's really, really hard for someone who's more of a type A person that likes to plan their future and kind of see the vision, see the future to just trust. And it felt like blind trust. So I just realized I just wasn't having joy in coaching anymore. It wasn't bringing me joy. It wasn't something that I was loving doing anymore. And it used to. And one of the things that was really, really hard for me to make this decision was I worked so hard for it. You know, I worked so hard to get to where I was in coaching. And now it just felt like I was hustling to try and, and keep it all, you know, and it, it wasn't pleasant. It wasn't joyful anymore. And I just realized I was like, yeah, I can feel like these last four years of online coaching was a waste, or I can look at it as it was the path that I needed to take to develop me to this next Tory 2.0 or Tory 3.0, this next version of myself. And so instead of looking at it as like a sunk cost or not as a sunk cost, like looking at it as I spent these four years working so hard to build this business and now it's not what I wanted and, and feeling like a failure. Instead of feeling like a failure, I looked at it as, wow, I grew so much from this opportunity, I grew so much from coaching and I wouldn't be the person I am today that's creating the type of content that I'm creating if it wasn't for coaching. And so I started to make this shift and start to think, okay, what if I started to put more energy into content creation and social media? What would that look like? You know, and I started to look at other people that were getting brand deals and I started to just get expanded by the idea of making money on social media purely off of social media, you know, through brand deals or selling my own things. And I didn't know what that looked like at all, but I just knew that coaching was not the path anymore. And I remember when I kind of made this, the decision, like I sent out an email and I made the decision. I said, I need to let my current clients and my current team know that I'm no longer going to be working this business because I bit, I was like half in half out. And so I sent out an email and I let them all know that I was, no, I was taking a step back and I was no longer going to be doing it, but I still do the workouts. I still do that home programs. Like I still, you know, drink my superfood smoothies. Like I still love everything, but I just didn't enjoy the coaching and business building aspect of it anymore. And so I sent that email out, not having a plan at all at how I was going to bring in income at all. Luckily, it still brought me in some income, but when I wasn't actively working in working it, it wasn't bringing in enough to pay the bills. So I kind of just blindly jumped off the cliff, <laughs> so to speak. And, 
you know, it's not something that I always recommend. It's not something that is for everyone, but for me, it just felt right. It felt like it was the right step that I needed to do. And it was scary to make that decision and to kind of let go and close a chapter of my life that I felt so connected and my identity was so tied to. It felt crazy to shut that chapter and start a new one that I literally didn't even have the first word written on the chapter. But when I made that decision, I sent that email and that was when my TikTok started to blow up, um, literally blow up. It went bananas after I sent that email. And it was like within that week of sending that email and making that decision, things started to just go crazy for me. And it's so crazy how the universe works like that, right? Like once I made that scary decision to be like, I'm going to pursue content creation and social media as my income, brands started reaching out to me, like beautiful things started happening. I started getting amazing brand deals. I started talking about negotiations with brand deals. That was just like, it blew my mind. It literally blew my mind. I was like, I can't believe I'm talking about this amount of money for one 15, 30 second post, you know, and it may not be a lot of money to other people, but to me, it was crazy, you know, and it, and it's something that I can now fully live off of. And I'm in a good space financially in a short, such a short amount of time. It was such a big shift. And obviously I didn't build my social media overnight. You guys, I was building my social media while I was building my own coaching business. So it wasn't like just overnight things shifted, you know, like it was when I was looking at my pages were starting to grow because of shuffling. And I was looking at it as a viable source of income. I was like, okay, like, I think this could actually be a thing, even though I don't really have any proof that I can make a viable source of income. I just, I felt like it could work. And that's literally what I've been doing these last six months. That's how I've been earning income is the brand deals and the support. And I'm still very, it's still all new to me, but one thing that I really never want to lose is my authenticity and my integrity. So I say no to brands all the time that do not align with me that I'm like, you know, like this, no matter how good the money is, like, I can't share this with my followers if I don't actually believe in it and feel aligned with it. And so that's something that I'm still very, very you know, that's a core value of mine is integrity and authenticity. And that's something that I'm navigating right now because, you know, I I feel like sometimes money can just be so tempting when you're like, wow, that's like such good money for such a short amount of video. But when it doesn't feel aligned, saying no to those things are just tests from the universe to show you that you can still make that amount of money or even more doing something that feels really, really good and really authentic and really aligned to your core values, you know, so never lose touch of that because I feel like it's, it's such an easy test to fail, you know? So that's something that I'm learning as I'm evolving and I'm becoming more aware of and going into this new space. So I will definitely start creating more content, more podcasts about, the whole social media influencer world, because I feel like a lot of you are curious about that. You're curious about how do you actually make money online with brand deals? And 
you know, I'm navigating it all myself. I'm diving into podcasts and books about it to educate myself and learn more. So as I learn, baby, you're going to learn with me. I will be sharing all the things on here because the podcast is really where I can go deep with you guys. So don't worry. I will be sharing more stuff about that because I know there's a lot of you that are curious about it. And as far as what's next for me, I don't really know. I don't really know. All I know is I'm really, really happy with everything that I've done this year and the place that I've gotten to. And I I honestly can say for the first time in my life, like, I don't really have a specific goal right now that I'm striving for. And I'm totally content with that. As someone who is very goal oriented, and I've done podcasts on goal setting and visions and all of that stuff, right now, after this whole experience with America's Got Talent and this major career shift, I'm just living in the present. And, you know, it's okay to not know what's next. And that's something that I used to be really, really afraid of. But right now I'm just embracing it and, and knowing that it's not going to be forever. I'm, I'm not that great at just being complacent and not setting goals and not pushing myself and not challenging myself. But in this moment, in the space that I'm in right now, I'm enjoying it because I'm in a good place. Mentally, physically, I feel great. Even though my foot is still a little injured, I still feel physically great. And I'm learning so much about myself. I'm learning, diving into spirituality and manifestation. I'm just learning so many things and I'm embracing the things that are making me happy. And one of the things that I just started recently is rollerblading. It's, I used to play hockey for eight years and it's something that I absolutely loved was hockey. And I stopped it because I live in California. I wasn't going to be a professional hockey player, but it was something that I grew up doing like when I was younger. And I've been seeing it all over my social media. I feel like everyone has with the roller skates. I got the roller skates, didn't really like the roller skates because I played hockey and I loved the rollerblades. So I was like, I'm not gonna do the roller skates. I'm gonna do the rollerblades. So I decided I was gonna do the rollerblades and I got my rollerblades and we've been skating. When I say we, me and my boyfriend have been skating on the boardwalk and I love it. I absolutely love it. It brings me so much joy and who knows? I mean, maybe I might turn into a rollerblader girl. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, but it's something that I can do right now on my foot that doesn't have too much pressure or aggravate it and it's something that makes me really really happy like I was out there and I just had the biggest smile on my face doing it and it doesn't make any sense I don't know why I'm rollerblading but I get to be outside on the beach doing something that's really really fun and I'm just gonna go with it I'm just gonna trust that who knows maybe I may get brand deals for rollerblading I don't know but I'm just enjoying it and I'm milking it and I'm doing a lot of self-care I got a massage I got a facial I've been doing a lot of things to just rejuvenate and recharge. And I feel like this will last, this phase will last for a couple more weeks. And then I'm going to get into hustle mode. A couple other things that actually I lied. I already lied. I lied when I said I don't have goals. I have goals. I'm going to be launching a YouTube channel. And that's something that I've been very, very resistant about. Do I have goals on specific metrics and things? No, but I do have a goal on consistency. I definitely want to put out at least one video a week, at least to start. I'm not a professional editor. That's something that's going to take me a little bit of time, but I want to put out at least one video a week. So 
I lied. And that's probably going to start in September. So, which is next week. <laughs> so here we are. I already have a goal. I lied. The, the whole, I don't have a goal was very fleeting and short-lived because your girl wants to move forward and wants to do more things and wants to help you guys and add value to your lives in different ways. So if you have any suggestions, any things that you want me to talk about either on the podcast or on a YouTube video, let me know. Definitely, definitely. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please take a screenshot, share it to your stories, tag me. I would love to see all of you that stuck with me and listened to this whole little Tory stories rant. And I cannot wait to get this podcast really, really going to start bringing on some amazing guests and adding some amazing value to your life. So if there's anything that you want me to talk about, any specific people that you want me to bring on, send me a DM, share this to your stories. That's how I stay connected with you. That's how I know who's listening to this. All right. So I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the High Vibe community. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or take a screenshot and share it with a friend so more women can find this podcast. For more on me, visit torinishino.com or find me on social media just by searching my name. Until next time, friends, live your high vibe life.